Hello and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. We are still inspired on the road. We're in Malibu, still in Malibu. We're still here. I'm still in Malibu with Samantha. This is our this is our uh, final interview in Malibu, actually, and it's a good one, and we're really excited. We've been here all day interviewing some of the most amazing women. It's really it really has been a fantastic day. Yeah, and I feel like we're wrapping up on a high. On a real high note. Because we have with us. L. Watson. L. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys today? We We're are so good. good. My, I, I love. Th- this is the coolest part about you. Like I don't know anybody that did something at summer camp and went. Yeah, that's gonna be my career. That's the one. So I want you to go all the way back to the development of your business from summer camp. Okay, so um, as a child, I would always go over to Catalina Island Camp, and I spent lots of time in their art shed, and the art teacher taught me how to make, like, these very intricate seed bead bracelets and flowers out of the seed beads. I would go skin diving and pick purple olive shells from the ocean and come back and get a little rock and uh, drill a hole in it by just, like, uh, taking the shell and like sawing it onto the rock until a hole came into the bottom and then stringing it onto the string. That's a, that's a lot of work. So no, I no, just no big deal. <laughs> just, just what I'm doing on my summer camp day. Just gonna manually put a hole in a shell. Yeah, it is so funny because my mom still has those bracelets. Oh my gosh, had that's in amazing. These cute little keepsake boxes with the purple olive shells, the flowers. One says "Mommy" on it. Oh my god. But she really yeah. kept those yeah, things, exactly. and that really just speak like sparked my interest. And just creating jewelry. And so, as a grown woman, I wanted to have like jewelry I saw on TV. And I would go look on the website, you know, this is like early 2012, 10. And I would go look on some websites, and they were outrageous prices. I'm like, I can't afford that. I'm a new mom. I have a, you know, one year old, and I can't afford $100 for a bracelet right now. And so I was like, let me go see if I can go recreate these things. And so that's kind of what I did. I would look at the TV shows, um, like basketball wise. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make those earrings. I'm going to make those bracelets. And I would like literally take those items that I made throughout the week. I would go to the nail shops on Friday when everyone was there after work. And I'm like, can I come to your nail shop and sell my earrings? And I was a great customer to them. I always tip my nail tech so they love yes. me. I'm like, yeah, come on in. And I would just go from chair to chair with handfuls of beads and handfuls of earrings uh, selling my selling my earrings. And that's how your business started. And that's how my business Taking started. Taking orders in the nail salon. That is amazing. Yes. And, and like to have the look. The, like the, I don't want to say the balls, the, balls, <laughs> the, balls, the ovaries, the ovaries <laughs> to be able to like walk in there and be like, I'm going to, I'm going to, and no, wasn't, no, wasn't not, no, it was not right now. Okay. Right. I'll come back in an hour when you're, right. when your toes are done dry. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. And you know, it was so funny because one time when I was uh, supply shopping in downtown, I actually met the creator from the basketball wise jewelry. And I was telling her how much I adored her, and she was an inspiration, and she was upset with me. She cursed me out in the middle no. of the jury district. What? No. She said I was a copycat, and I was just like, oh my God. Like, And I was like, here I'm thinking, like, I'm giving her her flowers, and she was like really upset with me, and I was like, okay. So from then, I kind of pivot a little bit, 
and started to go more towards gemstones and crystals because mm -hmm. my mother was experiencing like some tragedy and she started asking me can you make this with rose quartz can you make this with amethyst and I started studying why she wanted these pieces of jewelry and then from there I really incorporated gemstones and crystals in a lot of my pieces and even from the waist beads, earrings, uh, rings, necklaces, they all will have some kind of healing meaning behind them. Which is so cool. I love that. You're very self-taught. No, she's just amazing. And the thing that's really great about your line, and it's I Love Jewels, J-U-E-L-L-E-Z.com, Everything is priced in a way that like the normal human being can afford it and enjoy it, which I love. And they're beautiful. They're gorgeous pieces of jewelry, but they're not something that's not attainable for the everyday woman. Because the everyday woman, you know, she's not dropping three or four hundred dollars a time on a bracelet. But she can spend, you know, less than fifty right. and have something that's made right, right. made with love, right. made with purpose. And that has always been my goal. I always wanted to make jewelry for the everyday woman. You know, I come from a teaching background, and so you know, teachers we don't get paid that much. Hold on, let's pause for a minute. What are you teaching? What are you teaching? So I was a preschool teacher for sixteen years. Oh no. my goodness! What? That's awesome. Oh my goodness. Uh-huh. And then I went into a middle school fed ed. <laughs> and during the pandemic, I was doing um, fed ed TA because there was a class with a lot of IEP students and we were online. Come November, the teacher did not come back. He was a no-show. Like, like no he, just, he just ghosted? <laughs> he ghosted his students. He just ghosted. Like, he ghosted the school. He yeah, literally gave me all his access and said, I'm not going to be in on Monday. And, and that was never the last came back? anyone heard from him. <gasps> what? That's bananas. Oh my god. That's, that, that's it was some like insane. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who does that? It was insane. This guy. But then what did you do? So they asked if I stepped in as the teacher. Okay. So I taught water sixth grade during the pandemic. Wow. And it was a wonderful experience. And I actually took a lot of my preschool background into the classroom because with Waldorf, it's very artsy, fairy tales, whimsical. Right. You know, getting the kids to um, think on a critical level but in a play-like way. Yep. And so I just gave them, like, things I would give my preschoolers but on a macro level use lots of vocabulary with them and they really enjoyed it like we dissected flowers and they were like this is amazing i'm not gonna lie i think you're the only teacher i've spoken to who taught during covid and said it was a wonderful experience you can tell like look like coming off of her is so wonderful, wonderful energy you do you do have total positive spirit energy so you could probably be in like a 10-foot hole with spikes right. at the bottom and, like, oh and you'd be gosh. like look at the view of the sky no she'd be like look at this Bracelet. Right. You need this Look at bracelet. This pointy piece. Let me just sever this off a little bit. <laughs> Let me just make this fit for you. Is what she's gonna do. I am. I am very optimistic, and so I really did enjoy teaching during the pandemic. Um, and then I stopped teaching, or was made to stop teaching in October because I would not get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Um, I just stuck to my guns, and so honestly, from October to now, I have solely lived off of I Love Jewel. And how's it going? It's going. It is going. So the pandemic really taught me a lot. Yep. Not only did I um, sell my jewelry, 
I became a bead supplier to women all across the U.S. because Michael's closed during the pandemic early yes, on. Did. Yeah. Hobby Lobby closed. But my warehouses were still letting me come in because I had been with them for 12 years, you know, 10 years at the time. Now we're on So you didn't 12. have supply chain issue? Uh-uh. Nice. No, she didn't. <laughs> and so I capitalized on that, you know. I just really um, started buying Multiple all streams kinds of, of crystals and jewelry. And um, I started looking to branch out to warehouses on the East Coast and across seas and, and we would pass train tracks and I would tell my son one day my beads are going to come with those freight trains and I'm going to have a truck pull up with one of those full of beads for me and that, that is, is still awesome. one of my goals. <laughs> Put that on your vision board. Yes. That's amazing. And so when you guys say multiple streams of income, that is what I owned in on, you know, so I, I had the jewelry. Ten days before the pandemic, I signed a lease to a commercial space. Ten days before. Ten days before. Great, so great timing. <laughs> right, here I am. I'm going to have this beautiful store where women can come make their handmade products so we don't have to do it at home anymore. We'll have a retail side. We'll have a maker side. We'll have workshops. And then the pandemic came. <laughs> what, a cool, what a great idea, though. Yeah, it is a great idea. Just the, the timing was a little off. The timing off. was a little off. Yeah. But moms were looking for a getaway. Yep. Yeah, they were. They always and are. So the studio was so beautiful. You know, we painted it like very vintage pink with lots of gold trimmings, gold fixtures, plants, and our skylights have like vines hanging from it. So it's very whimsical, fairy like there. So I would just tell mom, don't come shopping. Just come, bring your book, bring your laptop, just get away. So it became like a getaway, a hideaway for moms during the pandemic to just have like a peace of mind and a piece of like silence just in the midst looking of looking at four different walls. Yeah. So you know? Great. Yeah. So good. So that, that um, continued like the streams of income and, and with the, you know, being stuck at home in front of computers, I joined all these like Facebook groups and beading groups. I started my own beading group, you know, uh, with hell, it's just women. <laughs> I want to be in your beading group. Stacey, we have got to step it up. I know. We're underachievers. I, the under, the undertone here with all these women is, my God, what are we doing? Yes. Oh. So, and Facebook groups really, that's a time where you can get real with your audience and show them a side of you that they don't really see on social media yeah and they begin to trust you and my women that I support I mean I walk them through how to build their website how to become the content of their brand I talk about you know how to find your brand colors what are your niches we have like so much conversations that aren't really being had because everyone is still like learning the ropes from the pandemic you know but being in a position where you you can lift other women up yes and and you can pass on your knowledge without feeling competitive right like that is amazing. that's a that's a special place to yeah, be amazing. and a lot a lot of people can't ever find that space right and, and you know and even though i'm so open and vulnerable some people you can be open and vulnerable with them and they still will have this like envy to you yes and that part makes me a little bit sad sometimes. So there are those two different types of women, which we talk about. There we are those do. women that lift others up. Mm -hmm. And then there's those women you're talking about, mm -hmm. which it's it's a hard pill to swallow when you find yourself in that situation. Yes. Because that's not who you are. Right. And who we are. Right. But yet, you got to kind of be able to be around that, I think, because it builds it builds you. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it allows you to you know, help help turn them 
Turn them away from the dark side. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Turn them into a say, Jedi like, warrior. I'm such a positive light, and darkness is always such attractive to positive light. It like, is. It, and I have owned that. I just know that darkness is just attracted to me, and how am I going to, you know, face this? Yeah. And I, like you say, I'm very optimistic, so I always try and find the good in everything, and then I get, like, bit in the butt, but... I'm getting better. <laughs> well, you live and you learn, yes. right? So it's it's only a mistake if it happens again, right? So when it happens once, you're like, okay, well, you know what? We're not gonna we're not gonna hang out with her anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna show her that anymore, right? 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 And the next time you, you become a little smarter to it, yes, and you thicken your skin, but, right? But it's hard to like it's hard to have those lessons, I think, as yes. as women, yeah, and as women that like to help other women, well, because right. we want to believe in the goodness of everybody, and yes. so when you get stabbed in the back, it's even when it's happening, it's hard to. You're like, is this? Is this yeah, real? It, it's hard right. to actually What's realize happening? it is happening because you're still looking for and, the good. Yeah, and then you'll even want to give them a second chance. You're right? like, maybe she's having a bad day. No, 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 no. no. She's just a bitch. <laughs> Bottom line, it's brutal. It's really brutal. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the truth. Yes. But I also think, as being a business owner, you got to have those moments, and you've got to be able to stumble in that way yes. and find your way out. Right. Which right. Cool. Right. And so that is kind of like where I am, you know, uh, coming out of uh, the beginning of 2020 was a bit tough for me um, as a businesswoman because I did, had to do a lot of grief. My grandparents died um, within five days of each other oh in oh. the first part of January. Wow. When um, my grandfather died, we went to Vegas, you know, to check on my grandmother and we came back and I came back with COVID. And I was just so upset. You, but were, a, you were an early COVID girl. Uh, this was just this was January. Oh, oh this was right this now. year. Oh, yeah, this no. year. Oh. And so I was a long hauler at that, you know, and it really affected me, like, terribly out of everybody. And I was still on my lives. I was still showing up. I had girls from Maryland sending me all kinds of care packages and all kinds of herbs. And, I mean, it was just so nice to know that people I've never met in my life yeah. were worried about me and caring about me. And so it's a good through feeling. that, it's I... The power of women. Yes. I have learned... My motto this year has been facing grief with gratitude. I like this. And that is, again, my optimistic way of dealing with things. Yeah. That's a, that's a good theme for the year. Yes. And so I just, you know, think of my grandparents and everything that I do and how much they would appreciate, you know, what I am doing because they were very hardworking and they didn't understand the entrepreneur world. And they would always question me, like, are you really okay? Like, are you doing okay? Because I, I didn't really act on anything. I acted for help one time in the very beginning when I emptied out my bank account to, you know, pay all my deposits and all that mess. And I'm like, oh, I didn't have enough paint money. So I went to them and I'm like, we need some paint money. Me. And you know, I sent a text message. Okay, if I can borrow this much, and I'll pay it back on this time. And I was made, you know, I made sure to pay it back on time. And I never asked for anything else. So they kept saying, like, "Are you really okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like doing good, you know." But I was doing so good because of all those streams of income that were yes. coming in, Smart. and they didn't really understand that but it made them proud that I was doing something and so they will wear like my logo t-shirts with pride and that made me feel good they will wear my bracelets and even my grandmother was like 76 and she was wearing waist beads (laughs) there she goes there she goes I like it she's bringing it 
they really were very supportive and the way seeds just really turn my jewelry into something that is just totally different. I think the waist beads are beautiful. Yes, they really I are. I don't have the waist for them, but someday oh, I might. Yes, have you have the waist do, girl. Them. You're going to be, it, they're I'm really going to buy pretty. some waist beads. Yes. Okay. So here's the next question. So pandemic happens, storefront not happening, things are shifting around, we're all figuring out new ways. Right. So you came up with this brilliant idea about the bracelet bar. Yep. Right? So you're bringing, you're bringing the stuff on the, you're bringing the show on the road. Yep. Essentially. Yes. So women can make their bracelets on the road um how cool is that and and they love it yeah and, and like, I, like how much does it cost to make a bracelet so i used to do with them a dollar a gram and i did a dollar a gram because they we go with the grams <laughs> i know i'm <laughs> like are you selling beads or drugs <laughs> sell beads or cocaine i just want what to are you clarify <laughs> we had another conversation about grams we were like hold on <laughs> I just want to make it clear. We're talking grams of beads. Beads, uh, people, beads. Because when they are more conscious of how much they weigh, they don't put it's as like much salad bar. stuff. It's like right? salad bar. Oh, yeah. The hot bar at Whole Foods. Don't get the mashed potatoes. The, the, the broccolini. That big old piece of broccolini. Yeah. It's like 42 pieces of bacon and it'll cost you $3. There. So, so they, they, it's based off weight. Yes. And then, you know, what's an average, like an average? So, usually anywhere between like 7 and $11. That's so cool. And then when if they do like the heavier gemstones that are more like, like solid, it can go like 16 to $22, which is about Still normal. very, very normal. Yeah, yeah. And it's custom to what they want. And it's custom so, it's to not what like they you're want. trying to fit the square and the circle. Right. Do you give them some guidance? and, and I, I do. And, and the only part I like to do for them is t- knot it. I said, let me tie it for you because. I don't want your knot, you know, to come and loose. You guys are not, you know, you don't know how to do it. So just let me tie it for you. You come up with your designs, and then I'll tie it for you. If they want to make, like, an earring, I will help them to put the jump ring on and the attachment for the ear. But they design themselves. And you, I mean, the things that people create are so beautiful. I'm like, I would never have put those beads together. I would have never put those colors together. You know, it's just so nice that they get that chance. And I just did that on last week. Um, at SoFi Stadium, they invited me to come, and they came to visit the studio, and they offered to um, have the community make jewelry for me, and they were going to take care of the bill. And I was just like, "That's what? so cool! That's really cool! That's so cool!" How did they find cool. you? They through Google. So um, if you Google us or business in Inglewood, we do come up in the Google search. So they were saying that was one thing that was a plus with my business. They were like, we look for so many, you know, small businesses and it's so hard to find them because they're not on, you know, Google or social media. Like my Instagram, I keep up to date. You see me posting a thousand times a day. (laughs) And so they're like, you know, you keep fresh content and you're always creating. So we were able to follow you and see you and we really appreciated that. So it was nice to find that my hard work on social media was paying was off. Paying, somebody was out. Somebody. That's all you need is the one body. <laughs> yep. The one body who yes. says, we need you. Yes. We need you. And Elle, from- we find you to be inspiring. Thank you. We find you to be positive. Positive. <laughs> Fascinating. Thank like, you. I'm really just enamored with you as a human being and as a woman. I think we're, what you've been able to grow and build and, and learn how to make work for you with multiple streams of income. Yeah. What, yes. what you're doing is fantastic. Which is the name Thank of the so game much. here, people. Multiple streams of income. So find her at I Love Jewels, J-U-E-L-L-E-Z. Um, 
we'll go ahead and post the link in our show notes Thank when we post you. the episodes. You can find her. And get out there this week, everybody, and be inspired.